0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at Mintmobile.com/slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at Mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family.
1: Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, Site Visibility have just released their 2020 PPC automation guide. So, this guide is completely free to download and it's going to help you to get started with each of the new automation settings in Google Ads. So, this includes smart bidding, responsive ad testing, dynamic search ads, and more. The best way to accelerate your PPC growth in 2020 is is to start planning today. So download your guide for free at Bitly. That's b i t . l y slash p p c dash automation dash guide. I'll say that once more. Bitly. That's b i t . l y slash p p c dash automation dash guide. Now today I'm joined by Jason Bernard, the Brand Serp guy. Jason, thanks for coming on. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. It's an absolute pleasure to invite you as well. Um, now you're in France, aren't you?
2: Yeah, um, I left the UK 30 years ago. I'm an English by birth, um, French by adoption. I've now got French nationality. Uh, I've had it for nine months, something like that. Hmm. Now I've been here for 30 years.
1: So tell us um, a little bit more about yourself and specifically the brand SERP guy. Yeah, well, I mean, I
2: I started tracking my own personal brand SERP, what comes up when people Google my name Uh, in 2013. So I've been doing it, what, seven years and I was trying to. I was wondering how much I could control what comes up, and it turns out a lot. Um, if you search my name, Jason Barnard, uh, on Google, what comes up is me, me, and more of me. Mm. Uh, and it looks really impressive, and I look really impressive because I've been working on it. And what I find interesting about it is there are 250 other Jason Barnards in the world, one of whom is a footballer yeah. and quite a successful footballer in South Africa, and they don't get a look in. So uh, in terms of personal brand search, you can take control of your personal brand search to the exclusion of all the other people who share your name. And in terms of your brand search, which tends to be less ambiguous, you can take control. And you can, I mean, my little kind of phrase is to make it positive, accurate and convincing. Hmm. And you can do it and you can control it and you can really control what people see when they Google your brand name.
1: And you've been living the digital nomad life, haven't you, in the last few years? Yeah, actually, only, only
2: 14 months. Oh, 14 um, months, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I was in the south of France kind of wondering, you know, why am I here? Not in yeah. the kind of existential philosophical sense of my life, but why am I in the south of France? Uh, and then I kind of thought there's no reason for me to be here. My daughter's gone to university. I uh, separated from my wife. I just thought I might as well travel around. So I packed everything up, put it in storage and got a backpack and set off around the world, which was uh, amazing.
1: And is it true that you, you played the role of a cartoon dog on a TV series?
2: I did, I did. I was, I was a blue dog in a cartoon, <laughs> and my ex-wife was a yellow koala. Really? Uh, and there's no, there's no rhyme or reason why we chose blue dog and yellow koala. And the song, I will sing it if you'd like. Go on, bu-a then. And koala, boo koala, we are, boo and koala, we are. And that's the kind of song that's fun when you write it and gets really annoying because it's sticks in your head now listen back to it and see if it doesn't get stuck in your head and uh, we, we had parents who would complain that <laughs> it just went round and round in their heads and the kids loved it
1: oh my lord well to save us from getting that tune stuck in our head i want to drill down a bit onto this whole idea of uh, the brand serps i guess search engine result pages so yeah. and i'm going to ask you a bit later a, 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 spe- a specific question that i want to ask oh the surprise uh, but, question uh, the, at the surprise end. question but it's not oh. really a surprise question it's just a bit selfish question really but first this whole idea of um because i know one of your uh ideas or philosophies or probably an idea is a better word is that google's your your new business card possibly even your your homepage. page just to expand on that a bit for us
2: yeah well i mean i kind of These days, when you talk to somebody uh, about your company or about your products, what do they do? They immediately search either your name, because you're the person who talked about it, or your brand name, the company you're talking about, to research you. And so in fact, kind of like whereas we used to give these business cards in person, now you talk to somebody online, on Twitter, or perhaps in a conversation on Skype or whatever it might be, and people will immediately go and Google your name or your brand name to figure out who you are exactly. So it's the equivalent of giving them a business card. And having a bad business card, a rubbish business card, an unconvincing business card is obviously a really bad idea. Mm. So that, that's kind of the first idea. And the other thing as well is even in person, if you meet somebody in person, um, if you give them your business card, they'll still look look you up when they get home. Yeah. And if what comes up is rubbish, all that conversation you've had, all that work you had convincing them is suddenly out the window. Mm. So in that sense, it's a it's a business card. And then if you can you can push that further and say, well, in fact, that first experience with my brand online is that Google SERP. So it's my homepage. And if I have a client, a lot of our of searches on our brand name is actually our existing clients who are simply navigating to the site. So that cert becomes, in a way, your homepage. Um, And once again, if it's rubbish, after a while, that rubbish message is going to kind of get through to the client. and You probably lose them. Mm. So you end up with a situation where it's both your business card and your homepage. And if we take that idea of homepage, I mean, I said that and I thought that might be pushing it a bit far. Uh, And then I was talking to people who were in the local SEO space, uh, like Greg Gifford or Andy Simpson. And they said, oh, we've been saying this for years, but nobody listens to us. So the idea, especially in local search, it is your homepage. People rarely go to websites anymore. They use Google to come to your business physically, simply by visiting Google. So in, in local search especially, you have this idea of Google is my homepage, page. Um, and it becomes phenomenally important in all of those cases.
1: I love the idea of that. Sort of, I love the idea of, kind of be, being so good that you can just completely rely on people going home bringing up a Google search page and just doing your name or your brand name, and the SERPs kind of speak for itself. Because I've just done... I've always had this problem. I've just opened up an incognito window and I've done a search for Andy White. And as normal... All that comes up is the Irish singer-songwriter, Andy White. (laughs) There's nothing about me. So I'm obviously doing something wrong.
2: Yeah, and if he's good, that's okay. But if he's not, that's pretty shameful. But you have a a typical problem for me. The thing about brands is that they tend to be less ambiguous, especially geographically. Yeah, Um, There tend not to be multiple brands with the same name. Obviously, there are sometimes. And that whole fashion for naming your company after the keywords you wanted to use... Suddenly, suddenly looks pretty foolish, or at least out of date. Uh, but with because of ambiguity, uh, and with the personal name, there's obviously that big problem of ambiguity. And I mean, I've created a course where I teach people uh, how an online course, sorry, how to how to manage their brand SERPs. And I'm going to do one course about your personal brand SERP by your name, uh, for which I'm currently researching of this exact problem. How do we deal with it?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I mean, part of it will be to associate your name with uh, another word that represents your job. Mm. So, uh, Andy White SEO, or Andy White Digital Marketer, or use your middle initial. Which I'm going to imagine your middle name is Dominic Thomas. Uh, and oh,
1: that was pretty close. <laughs> close yeah, it was close. It's, it's got an O in it. <laughs> you, could,
2: you, you could become Andy T. White, yes. in which case you would reduce yes. the ambiguity to much less and, and, and create yes. a place for yourself. I mean, that's another technique. I met a journalist from the, the Sunday Times, and he had this similar problem, and he just started communicating with his middle, in, middle initial all the time. Uh, you, however, have Andrew T. White photography as competition. Yes. Anyway, so that, that, yes. I mean, that, that, that's something that will be coming up, I think, this, this summer. I'm talking to a lady called Mary Henderson from Australia, who's a super expert, and Kate Doon, also from Australia, who's a super expert. Uh, and we're working to kind of figure out what, what it is we can do with the idea of personal branding, mm. and more specifically, in my case, personal brand SERPs. Um, so that's my next stage of research and um, exciting future
1: so we just we we just touched there on sort of having a bit of control over your brand, Serp. I wonder well, if we could just go a little bit deeper into how we can control it. I'm actually particularly interested because you mentioned making it positive, accurate and convincing. Perhaps we can start there.
2: Yeah, I mean, I looked up site visibility, um, which looks pretty good, actually. Um, I mean, if we take it from the top, I mean, I'm going to analyse it very quickly live here. Mm. We have your homepage top, which is normal. Uh, If you don't have your homepage at the top of your brand, you've got a problem and you should really start looking at how your site is organized or the ambiguity of your name. But then you have the rich site links. Uh, Surprisingly, only 50% of brands have those rich site links. That's the the links, little links underneath with a little title and a little description um, that are all taken from your site. Mm -hmm. Underneath that, you've got your Twitter account, which is great. Having social (laughs) accounts is normal. Uh, then your LinkedIn account, then a Crunchbase, which is great because that's a source of information that Google uses to understand the world and search engine results. Uh, more and more about how much does Google truly understand who you are and what you do, and that's what brand serps, at their real foundation, do. Is if Google can present. Uh, uh, results that truly represent you positively, accurately and convincingly, then it's truly understood who you are and what you do. And if it can understand who you are and what you do, you become a potential answer on all sorts of different search queries around it. So I'm saying build from your brand, make sure it's understood who you are, what you do, what you offer, convince it you're credible. And it will propose you to its users as answers for potential questions further down the line. Um, And the idea of credibility next is video boxes. You've got your video boxes. There are three videos there. So I can immediately go and see a video that either you appear in or you've produced. Mm. And that for a user is great for me because it's saying, okay, here's site site visibility. They have these videos. They obviously have a, a great video content that you might want to watch as somebody researching this brand. That's a really positive signal. It's very helpful to me as a user. Uh, then you have a couple of uh, reviews. You've got Facebook and Glassdoor uh, with five stars, so you're looking pretty, pretty good. So on that, there are a lot there. If you, if you think back to what I said, there's a lot there that you can actually control
1: yeah.
2: or semi-control. Your homepage and all the site links, that's a good third of your brand SERP you control directly. Your Twitter account, your LinkedIn account, your Facebook account you control partially. Uh, your Crunchbase page you can go and edit it so you control that your video boxes you control the videos because you're the person who's produced them and the review site that appears you can actually go and get reviews to make it look even more impressive by increasing the number of reviews and pushing that uh, star rating up from it's actually uh, 3.7 you could push it well above four mm. so then then you can make that look much more positive Uh, And obviously, I don't know your business, but um, in this page, there is certainly some information that isn't 100% accurate. And if you look, you will be able to probably go in and and correct it, perhaps on Crunchbase, perhaps on your own site. Mm. And then the idea of positive, once again, is the star rating and the idea of convincing is those rich site links, it's the video boxes. But you could also expect to have your podcast, for example. I've got podcast boxes on mine. Or Twitter boxes, which are immediate uh, posting of whatever you post on Twitter is put onto your brand SERP within 15 seconds. So you get real-time control over what appears on your brand SERP through Twitter. Uh, And these rich elements, which people call SERP features, are incredibly important. Today, if you search a brand and it's just 10 blue links, they don't look credible. Mm. You expect to see the video boxes. You expect to see image boxes. You expect to see a knowledge panel. You expect to see Twitter boxes, video boxes, and so on and so forth. And if you don't, the brand doesn't look credible. Mm. It's it's not a sexy business card.
1: So how do you make your your SERP, you know, your brand SERP results sexy?
2: Well, in in the first instance, you break things down into what do I control, what don't I control, Mm. what do I semi-control, and you start. Uh, improving those aspects with different techniques that I explain in my brand serp courses and then you start thinking right which which rich elements are relevant for my audience that I don't have and for example in your case I would say straight away okay you've got twitter ranking very well but you don't have twitter boxes mm. you that implies that your twitter strategy isn't as good as it could be i would say If you work on your Twitter account, if you make it more pertinent, get more audience engagement, push that account a little bit further, you'll get the Twitter boxes. And that looks a little bit sexier than it it does today.
0: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
1: Salads generally for most people are
2: the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: So just boiling this this down a bit, I mean, if if we were going to do our takeaway for our audience today, if they, if they could sort of uh either think about something or do something that would help in this area what would it be
2: well the the first thing i say is actually search your own brand and look what comes up from your own site and you'll find more often than not that there are things that you can improve however much you think your site is well optimized it probably isn't for example contact us pages typically they're not they don't look great in the site links because we don't bother optimizing them in seo traditionally because they're not useful Mm. for the wider seo strategy here as a site link, they're incredibly important. They're front and centre, right at the top. People people will see it. Everybody who searches your brand. So, I mean, tip number one, search your brand right now. See what comes up. Is it positive? Is it accurate? Is it uh, convincing? If not, change everything you can. Improve everything you can. Then look at what you can semi-control, the social accounts, Crunchbase, Wikipedia, uh, perhaps Wikidata. And then start thinking, how can I get these rich elements, and that moves us nicely onto how a brand SERP is a great insight into your brand's digital ecosystem and your brand's marketing strategy. If you don't have video boxes, which you do, so you're amazing, it means that you have a rubbish video strategy. Google doesn't think your videos are sufficiently valuable, relevant, and interesting to your audience to show your audience those videos on your brand SERP. So you need to start, it is look in the mirror. Think about how you're being presented. Think about how you can influence how you're being presented. And think about how you appear to people who are searching your brand name and who's searching your brand name. It's existing clients to navigate to your site and also prospects who are about their bottom of funnel. And that's what I find exciting is people forget about that. The people who are searching your brand name are researching you often just before they make the purchase to check that they're choosing the right company to work with. Mm journalists i mean as a journalist you will have googled my name before we started this conversation a potential partner somebody's thinking about partnering with you they will google your brand name a a potential hire if you're in an industry where it's quite difficult employing people or getting people on board a potential hire who or somebody who 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 potentially might work for you will google your brand name to see if you're worthy of their incredible skills yeah. And in a, in a in a market where skills are scarce, for example, coding, um, is a great example, or, or machine learning, you have to look great. You have to convince these people that you are a great brand to be doing business with.
1: Well, Jason, thanks so much for coming on. So, how can our listeners um, find out more about you?
2: Well, I'm on social media. I've actually just standardised it all, so it's Jason M Barnard on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and the other one, Instagram. You can go to CaliCube.pro, which is my research platform. I created a research platform, and I'm tracking 24,000 brands and people. So it's about 14,000 brands and 10,000 people. Mm. I track the brand SERPs and their knowledge graph presence, which is Google's understanding of that brand or that person. Uh, and I've been doing that for a couple of years now. Um, so if you look at CaliCube.pro, there's a lot of um, information about that tracking, uh, lots of information about where you can read more about what I've written or the webinars I've been doing or the presentations I've been doing at conferences, which is why I'm a digital nomad. I go from conference to conference giving talks about brand SERPs, which is and, – and what I love about it is people said, oh, that's not going to fly very far, is it? That's, it? It's a pretty simple subject, and I've been doing it for seven years, and I still haven't even started to come to the end of it. Yeah. Every time I sit down and research, I looked at your brand SERP today, and I learned something new. Mm. It's never ending. It's an astonishingly deep, interesting, for me at least, topic. And as I said, it it gives you great insight. It's a window into your marketing strategy, where you're going right, where you're going wrong, and your digital ecosystem, what people are saying about you, what perception is. And if you look at Google as a reflection of the world's opinion of you, which it is, Google's reflecting back what it thinks the world thinks about you. Mm. So if there's rubbish results, Google thinks that the world thinks you're rubbish. In which case you have to start looking at your digital ecosystem. Why does it think that? what 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 signals is it looking at that's making it think that those signals are the most relevant, the most appropriate to be showing my audience? So sorry uh, the, the initial question was where you can you find me? You can find <laughs> me on CaliCube.pro, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Jason M. Barnard. Uh, or you can search my name, Jason Barnard. Please do so. I'm trying to boost the volume of searches on my name. And it, you'll see Jason Barnard in Google, only I come up. And very quickly, I was going to say earlier on, I forgot, is I didn't get more business from having a great brand SERP. Mm. But the people who were thinking about being doing business with you, A, me, sorry, didn't argue about the price and signed on the dotted line 70% of the time instead of 50% of the time. So I made money indirectly.
1: Yeah, it just shows you the power. Yep. Well, thanks so much for coming on. And uh, thank you for listening, everyone. The show notes will be at sitevisibility.co.uk slash impodcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a great review. That would be good. Questions and suggestions, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility. Remember, we have a site visibility LinkedIn group. That's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Jason. Thank you very much. That was really good fun, Andy. Thanks for coming on, Jason, and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing.
0: Selling a little or a lot? Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
2: Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from